guys. Today on Fullerton Professional Organizing, we are talking about a married couple by the last name of McNeely, um, Talit and Ty McNeely. They are getting on the same page. Um, they... Well, let's just get into it. Uh, they're talking about getting on the same page as a married couple financially. Um, and these are just some of my notes uh, that I took on list from listening to them. And then we're going to go into a review of some of the things that they uh, talked about. <clears throat> so from my notes, um, they say earn income equals uh oh they talk about earned income manage income invest income build wealth and then pass that wealth down um and they say that where people get stuck is on the second one manage income so they go from earn income to manage income. That's where people get stuck. And then they never do get to invest their income, build wealth, or have a uh, what they call a, a legacy to pass down to their children. Um, you have to fight for your financial well-being. Financial freedom gives you control. What will your life look like in five years? They want you to ask yourself, if you were out of debt, what would your life look like in five years? If you were still in debt, what would your life look like in five years? What would your life look like without the financial stress? Next, they talk about the cycle of frustration. One is disbelief what you know the disbelief in where is my money going what is happening to all of the money that i make and that i earn and that i work so hard for two they talk about determination you're determined you're tired you want to do better but then number three depletion you see a sale you buy a shirt or and now you need shoes to match. You know, you you go from wanting to do better to spending your your hard-earned money and now you're back to the beginning. They uh, talk about you must be fed up. You can't just be a little tired, a little sick and tired. You have to be fed up. You have to hate your financial situation enough to change. They said most meaning 78% of people are in debt. Be different. Don't be the same as most people. 32%, only 32% have a written, planned out budget. Or a, as they call it in the uh, financial plan. They said the lack of discipline is killing your dream. Gain control of your money or it will control you. Proverbs 21.5 says the plans of the diligent lead to profit 
as surely as haste leads to poverty. Um, you will make mistakes, and they say give yourself grace because, you know, sometimes you're going to overspend a few times before you finally get so frustrated that you decide that, okay, this is it. Um, they call your budget a road map. It's a road map. Look at your, and this is what they tell you to do to get, find out how much you're spending so you'll know how to make adjustments. They say itemize and categorize all your finances from your last three bank statements of every account that you have. If you have a business account and a personal account or if you just have the joint account, Whatever bank accounts you have, take the last three statements, itemize everything, your groceries, clothes, everything that you spend um, in those statements, and then divide it by three because it's three months. And you're going to get the average amount of money that you spend per month. It's an average because some months are going to be different than others. Uh and then they talk about giving every dollar a purpose. Work as a couple, as a team, not 50-50. Oh, you do this and you do that, or your money, you make more money, I make less money. You're the one that got us in debt. I didn't get us in debt. You got married, you were out of debt, they were in debt. You're now a married, you're now a team, you're now going to work together to get out of debt, whether it was his debt or her debt. Um, when my husband and I got married, we both had school loans, um, so we worked, we had to work together as a team, uh, and we did pay off all of our bills, uh, and I'm not going to tell you we did it right off. My husband and I, we got married, we got into more debt and more debt, but then uh, my husband got sick of it. He read books, and then he proceeded to get us out of debt. We only have our house payment and maybe our kids' school bills. I'm not real sure, but we do not have credit card debt. We just have our home payment, and I think uh, a school bill here or there. I'm not 100% sure where we're at there, but we have freedom now because we don't have that hanging over our head, and that's what they're saying. Work as a team. Plan every third week or so to get together as a couple and review the month and review your goals and make all those adjustments with your goals and objectives in mind. Uh, and here's an idea that they uh, think is a great idea. It's called an envelope system where you put you put all the things that you have to spend your money on in, in, in on an envelope and you divide out the cash that you are going to spend for each of those categories. How much are you going to spend for groceries? How much are you going to spend for clothes, if at all you're going to spend on clothes? Because remember, um, you're trying to save money, not trying to 
and you're trying to get out of debt, so you're not trying to spend it on things you don't need. But you do, they say, and a lot of financial planners say, so that you can stick to that budget, you also do need to plan in some emergency fund in case you have a flat tire, uh, you need to um, put some money aside for fun so that it's not just save, 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 save. Just put a little aside, you know, but instead of going out to eat 10 times in a month, maybe only once a month. Instead of buying, uh, going to get your hair done every week, maybe once a month. You know, you only know how much cash that you can, um, you know, your situation is always different. But it says put savings and your tithe and offering for church. Make sure that is a priority and put that on auto, auto uh, pay so that that is done and you don't have to worry about that. That can be on auto pay. Uh, every time you uh, deposit your check, it automatically goes to savings and uh, to your church for tithe and offering, and then you can budget from what's left. Budget some fun money in as a reward. Meal plan and budget for the unexpected. If you are not uh, ser serious about your money, you will never have serious money. Do not live to impress. All right, that is from my notes. So let me go on to their review page. Um, Talat and Ty McNeely, they say, learn how to get out of debt, how to build wealth, how to start a business, and most importantly, how to get on the same page financially with your spouse. This is what they're all about in their business and their podcast. So often, you start off behind financially, and the American dream becomes a trap. Once you realize it is a trap, then you have the power to make the change. It is never too late to turn it around. Now, they, they say uh, Tali, Talat and Tai, I may not be pronouncing their names right, but the point is not how to pronounce their names. The point is the way that you start to get on the same page is to start with a dream. To start by allowing yourself to think big. To think that no matter where you're at today financially, there is a brighter future ahead. If you guys put in the work, if you guys come together, if you guys stay disciplined, you can get to every goal, every dream, every imagination that you have in your mind to do. Recognize that you are in a battle for your income. Too often we manage our income very, very poorly. Once you turn this around, you can definitely be up in an upward trajectory. The truth is, your only hope is found in financial freedom. Freedom is the key word here because it allows you all to have control. Control of your own life. Control of your own destiny. It is not magic. Literally, if you put one foot in front of the other, if you do the right 
principles, and if you manage your money wisely, you will see positive results out of your money. Realize you are going to make mistakes and give yourself some grace, but don't stop. Pick yourself back up and get moving back in the right direction uh, financially. Now, here are some things they suggest. Start by thinking ahead. Take some time and ponder what will your life look like five years from now. Use that picture to di dictate the decisions that you make right now. Now, you have to get fed up. You know that more is out there, and you know that if you do the work, you can change your situation. But it starts with you being completely fed up. That is the launching pad to do the work needed to change things. Create a plan for your money that starts with a budget, tracking your spending habits, and giving every dollar a purpose. Plan financial meetings together with your spouse. Put it on your calendar and repeat it every month. Meet together and go over your finances. Uh, that uh, What went well, what did not go well, what do we need to improve, how much money do we save, and how much debt do we pay off. And I have another tip that I heard from a couple all of those things that you usually um, get into heated arguments. Now, if you have no self-control whatsoever, don't do this. But if you ha are get embarrassed easily and you don't want to fight, go and do this in a restaurant. It will keep you from uh, fighting and you will because you will be forced to stay civil in a public restaurant. Now, if you do wind up blowing up in public, then I suggest don't do that. But I thought that was a, a great idea for those that just tend to get a little bit uh, offended at each other and it kind of keeps you in check because you know the public, you're in a, a public restaurant. Um, now, um, the things that helped my husband and I get out of debt is my husband started reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and um, who we really enjoy is uh, Dave Ramsey. Um, that's a really good one. And we just started with the easiest first. Um, we started with the smallest credit card we had and we paid that one off and then what we paid off uh what we used to pay off that one we added to the minimum of the um other bill and let's say you have the smallest bill you're paying $25 a month you pay that off by paying $100 a month or $50 a month because you're never going to pay off a credit card by paying the minimum. It's just not going to happen. You can't pay off a credit card by paying the minimum because they're always adding on uh, fees. So you have to pay more than the minimum. So whatever, you're, do, what you, whatever you can afford to pay off that credit card every month, 
then you're going to add it to whatever the minimum is on the next credit card that you're paying. So let's say you're paying $30 a month and you pay off that one. And this one is $25 a month. So now you're going to pay maybe $50 a month off until that one's paid off. And then the next one, you're going to start paying $100 a month until that one's paid off and etc. You're going to, because all of them, you're most likely paying the minimum on. So you pay more than the minimum on the smallest one. When it's paid off, you add that to the minimum of the next one, if that makes sense. So you just go from the smallest to the biggest credit card and you start paying them off. Now, depending on how strict you are, you will be able to get out of debt quicker than you expect, especially if you we're used to doing like my husband and I, once we were out of debt, we did get into a bad habit of going out to eat in a, a, an excessive amount. And when I say excessive, you know, when I added it up, because we were probably going out to eat three or four times a week. And even if you just say $25 each of those times, um, and now, with the after the pandemic or at this this section of the pandemic 2022 um prices have gone up so much that um you're pretty much paying $50 every time you and your husband and we're just talking about as a couple if you have a family it's even more but we were going out to eat so much that if we were to go out to eat now it would probably be $1400 a month where then it was probably around $700 a month. I can't act exactly remember. But luckily, before the pandemic, we had already decided we were not going to go out to eat as much, or we were going to try not to go out to eat at all. So we were saving, and let's even go as far as the minimum. Even if we were only spending $500 a month going out to eat, which if you think about it, it is atrocious. We're now $500 a month. We're saving eating at home. Okay. Then the pandemic hit. So we thank goodness we were already in a good place. Now we do still go out to eat once a week, but only once a week, maybe sometimes twice a week, but we're even trying to cut back on uh, on that. Um, we can go out every other week. But can you imagine the amount of money now that we're saving, not eating uh, out, and how much you could put that on a credit card bill, just on the eating out alone, just cutting back on the eating out alone, you could have that extra cash to start paying off your your debt. Now, in our case, we had most of our debt paid off um, before our daughter was born, and our daughter was born uh, is twenty three years old. So, twenty three years ago, we chose to get out of debt before we had kids. Now, has our you know finances been perfect in all that time? Absolutely not. But because of that, we had more freedom. 
Okay, so now they're both of our kids are in and out of college. So we do have college bills and our house payment. But for the most part, unless we still have a car payment, we're pretty much in a, a really good place because we definitely don't have credit card bill. And because of that, we and we're empty nesters, now we recently had the freedom to go on a really nice vacation to Colorado and we really had a great time. And we, while we were there, uh, we didn't have to worry so much about, oh, I can't even buy a souvenir. We can't even go out to eat. We're, um, you know, we're enjoying this vacation, but we can't spend any money at all. Now, we still, you know, we try to not spend on things that we don't need. We didn't buy a lot of souvenirs. We didn't buy a lot of knickknacks. Uh, we bought our son some uh, socks. My husband bought a cap. Um, I bought a thing to make coffee when you're on vacation and don't have a coffee pot, uh, a cold brew thing. You know, so we were able to, and we were mostly able to go out to eat, but because going out to eat is so expensive now since the pandemic, we also went to the grocery store there and we did um, buy a few groceries so we could make our own breakfast. You know, so, but we weren't pressured into, oh no, we're now on vacation and we have zero money to spend. We we were able to really relax and enjoy ourselves, even though we still didn't overdo it. So that's what having a budget and being debt free can do. You can, even if it's a staycation, even if it's to uh, somewhere local in our area, it's going to the island and getting a hotel um, and having a little vacation close to home, you know, when you're out of debt, you have a little more freedom and you don't have, you can relax a little more. You don't have all those phone calls coming. Uh, when we were, were in debt, we had all of those debt collectors calling all the time, all the time. And, uh, now we do not now. These days, what we have to worry about is all those spam callers calling. That has nothing to do with finances, but I know you are like me. You get tired of all the spam phone calls, spam phone calls. It's crazy. It drives me nuts. I've ha I have to block all of them, and they'll always find another number to call. All right, guys. Well, I just wanted to talk to you about... Uh, this couple, I will leave um, information about more of what they say about getting out of debt. I will leave that information in the description box. But I also check out Dave Ramsey and, and read some books if you can. Um, there's a lot of audible books out there that you can listen to on the way to work or in the morning while you're getting dressed for work. Um you always have time to listen to a book on tape during all of your downtime while you're picking up kids from school and waiting in the pickup line. Um, audible books are really awesome when you are 
really don't have a lot of time to spend. And uh, I will see you on the next podcast and the next YouTube video. Thank you for watching and I'll see you next time.